welcome back to another episode of Women Talk Tech. Today, I'm joined by Charlene, Head of Product for Digital Health and Experiences at Doc Morris. Charlene and I discussed some really interesting topics, such as what it's like working in a very male-dominated team, being a woman in a leadership role, development opportunities, as well as the importance of mentoring. Such an insightful conversation where even Charlene threw some questions at me. I hope you enjoy it. So, Charlene, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to this podcast, and I'm very excited to be here as well. Um, my name is Charlene. I'm head of product for digital health and experiences at Doc Morris, and I'm probably quite young as a leader and 32 years old. Um, and yeah, something about myself is basically I studied at a technical university in Ilmenau, which is a very, very small town in Thuringia. Um, and also back in the days, um, yeah, when I started to study, the diversity at the university was 74% men and the rest women. So early on in my career, I already was confronted with a gap between women and men, especially yeah, in tech. Um, yeah, in terms of the gender equality, I think it's... Um, Kind of, I got used to the fact that I'm sometimes the only girl in yeah. the room or woman in the room. And I also got off many random comments, like uh, by mail, especially, you will never make it somewhere because you studied something with media. So I'm like um, starting my career across. Um, I didn't study computer science or anything. So in my bachelor degree, I did media and communication. Um, and in my master degree, I actually did something very um, common economics. Mm, interesting. I'm, of course, I'm not a tech person myself like yourself, but I did philosophy at university. So again, very different to the career that I moved into. Um, so yeah, really interesting. <laughs> and of course, one thing I've learned from doing the podcast, and I think with every episode, is that DNI means so much, but so different, or can be so different to everyone else, right? So what does DNI mean to you, and why would you say it's particularly important to you? Yeah, it's a very tough question for me. And of course, my answer is also very personal since it's yeah my experiences I had in the past so far. And for me, in an ideal world, um, in no respect of gender, skin color, ethnics, religion, sexual orientation or disab disabilities wouldn't play any role in the work environment. So that would be kind of the aim I would look for. And um, why do I think it is important? In my opinion, in our society, if you walk across the street, you see so many diverse people. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to have that represented also in my work environment. And especially in tech, if you develop software or if you um, develop products, design products for people, they should also be reflected within the team that um, creates yeah. those products. So um, especially also living in an aging society and in a Western world, I think <clears throat> nobody should be left behind and giving equal chances to yeah, the society, basically. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I couldn't agree more, right? I think the world is so diverse. So why is our working environment not like that? Or why is tech not like that? There's so many, especially in Berlin, right? It's so multicultural, um, it's so diverse, um, but it still feels like tech is still very much not yet there when it comes to gender diversity, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And especially if you look at the management teams in Germany, um, most of the management teams are male, mm -hmm. older and white. 
Yeah, yeah. And I guess that leads on to my next question, right? What has your experience been working in in, in very male-dominated teams, I guess, pretty much from the very beginning of your career? Yeah. Um, so my experience so far was that, um, also this is a personal experience, um, that I feel like women and me personally being judged much stronger than male. Mm. Um, so the line is very thin to be right as a woman. So either you're being too soft, yeah. you're being too strong, <laughs> you're being too male, you're being too bitchy, you're being too nice. Um, I also received comments about my physical appearance, about my style, how I look. And I think that's a very, it, it's, it's different as a woman compared to a man that you get comments on that. And um, yeah, as I think one factor is also my age. So I feel like I'm always too young and with too young equals with too unexperienced. Yeah. Um, so proving myself that I am experienced in um, certain topics and that I'm capable of pulling things off is, I think, a lot stronger. Um, and I have the feeling of proving myself like literally from school times on. Yeah. And um, that's kind of one of the most challenging ways I've um, experienced so far. Mm -hmm. And were there any particularly challenging moments in your career that you kind of remember and that kind of really stand out to you? And and yeah, I guess, how did you particularly overcome these? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So, for example, when I started off in project management, um, I didn't feel like that my manager was believing in myself. So um, back in the days, um, the way he told me was um, you need to have like an older project lead to be taken seriously in discussions with stakeholders. Wow. So basically what happened is I got an older manager, project manager that officially was managing the project, but I actually did all the work and was the secret project manager. Wow. <laughs> so I had to hide behind him yeah. and yeah, do the work, but actually he got all the credits and it was frustrating me a lot. And how did I overcome it? So one advice, at least how I feel it is um, believe in yourself. And whenever you have the feeling you don't get the necessary support of your manager, talk to him or her. But if it doesn't help and you don't feel really that you get support, quit, quit the job. So that's what basically I did. I, yeah. I swapped the jobs um, and I think support is the key to success. So I believe in a leadership in at eye level mm. and I want to feel um, yeah, appreciated and supported. And if I don't get that out of the manager, it's hard for me even to make a career by myself in that company. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because I'm sure, actually, I'm sure so many other women have explained a very similar experience in terms of being on a project, doing pretty much all the work and, and getting no credit for it, and the man kind of swooping in and, and being kind of the saving, uh, the kind of superman in that scenario. So, yeah, I'm sure there's so many other women who can really, really relate to that. Yeah, and especially if you then try to be very clear in the communication, you sometimes get then the feedback, you're too strong or you're demanding too much. But no, go for it, try it and yeah. believe in yourself. So basically a big role model in my life was my mom. She told me from early on, um, yeah, try to um, fight for the things that matter to you in life yeah. and don't hold back 
go for it. And my mom was a role model to me, even though she didn't have a career in your in her yeah. own life. She raised uh, three children and I'm from a working class. I'm the first one who did my A-level. I'm the first of my siblings who studied and is basically a manager. Um, and my mom, basically what she did was um, supporting me and she told me always girl in this world you yeah will ever have challenges and um, yeah you have a mouth to speak yeah and speak up for it <laughs> so that's what she she told me and I basically that's what I'm doing and try to stick to it yeah I actually can really relate to that because my mom also probably to, to my disadvantage in the very early stages, but she said, you have a voice, always use it. And I found that in school, and I don't know about yourself, but I always used it maybe to the not <laughs> the best times. Uh, and then I, I had to really learn when the right time was to use your voice and not when the right time was, but you know how to use it for the greater good and not just use it for the sake of it. But yeah, I can really relate to that because my mum also said, use your voice, you've got it, but make sure you use it correctly. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can agree. And also I was very cheeky as a yeah. child. Probably I'm still <laughs> cheeky, um, but yeah, use it at the right time. But also um, it's hard. Sometimes I'm perceived as being extrovert, but also I'm introvert. Like everybody yeah. has like both sides of it, yeah. right? So sometimes I feel in a work em environment to be pressured to speak up just to be seen. And that yeah. sometimes feels very unnatural mm. and also takes a lot of energy to force yourself to speak up in rooms especially when you're the only women and woman in the room yeah totally and I think you know I can really relate to to kind of what you what you're going through in terms of becoming a leader uh, very early on in your career at a young age I mean how have you found stepping into a leadership role because um, I'm sure there's so much I can really relate to but how how's your experience been um I just tried it so one of my kind of beliefs is if you don't try you never know yeah and I always pushed forward and I felt like in my past I was sometimes bored of what I was doing in my work environment and I always wanted to take on more responsibilities yeah so I always asked for more responsibility and then I had the chance especially at Doc Morris to grow into my career And I always got um, supported by my manager here. And I think that's one major um, yeah, key success or also um, one key element of growing a career is to have support. Um, and one thing I can recommend or what helped me was especially mentoring. So in Germany, mentoring isn't really a thing when you're young a young leader yeah. it's kind of a thing managers get when they are like I don't know promoted to C-level or something but especially when you're young and you are unexperienced mentoring or even coaching can help you to grow and to also find out how to um, navigate through mm -hmm. all the hurdles and challenges of your daily working routines but also to having like a career plan how yeah. to um, execute on it Yeah, totally. I, I think I, I really agree. I think mentoring is like a thing which is offered almost too late. And I think it should be offered. I mean, I'm very lucky that it, it was offered uh, like almost a, almost before I probably ever knew what mentoring was, right? But I think for many other women and for many other people, um, the idea of mentoring is, is happens very later, like later, um, which for me is almost the opposite. It should be happening much sooner, especially for, for young women stepping into leadership roles pretty much very early on. 
Yeah, I agree. And especially if you are um, feeling a little bit unsecure because you're taking on that role for the first time yeah. in your life, I think that helps a lot. And I wish there were more women out there that could um, do mentoring. Um, at this point in time, I feel like at, at least um, in Doc Morris, we don't have too many women to be able to mentor, but we are working on that. And I think um, especially my mentor, he's American with Indian origin and he knows what diversity means and how mm -hmm. important diversity is. And since I'm a leader, it became or I became more sensitive to that topic. And I also try to improve the diversity within our team. So we have a lot of um, many nationalities. We swap the team to English speaking, which nice. also helps to improve the um, diversity within the team. And I always try to support the women I lead in my team to um, carry on on their career if they want to. Yeah, yeah. And what's been the hardest part about stepping into leadership as a young woman? Um, if there was anything that really stands out to you in, in your in your career journey so far as a leader, what's been the hardest part about it? I think the hardest part is actually to overcome your own fears, mm, to yeah. be brave about yourself, to believe in yourself. And again, what I said earlier um, is to try things out. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think if you don't try, you never know. And you grow with your challenges. Yeah, yeah. So for many other women, uh, for many women in tech, I think tech does feel like a bit of a glass ceiling. Um, there's a lack of role models and it makes it very, very hard for women to kind of see themselves in a company long term. Um, I guess for you, why is it important for, for, for women to kind of see themselves growing in a company? Yeah, I agree, especially when I started here, there weren't many women in the leadership teams and becoming a leader myself, I think, and I hope I can be a role model for others to grow as well. And I think in order to stay long term in a company, it's very important to see that it's not one sided and not dominated by one group it yeah. doesn't matter if it's one group of uh, women or one group of men but in tech we have the problem or the challenge to overcome gender um, equalities or inequalities and if i have um, people that i can look up to that i can relate to i think it's much more easier to address problems but also to get help to grow and also to believe in myself because i see that other people have the same challenges and get promoted. And um, yeah, so I, I think it's very important that if you, um, the first step I think is acknowledging um, and being aware of there is a difference in tech and that there is a lack of women in yeah. tech, especially if you look into the management teams. I think in the, development teams it's getting better and better especially also at doc morris but if i look into the management teams there's still a lot of work to be done yeah and if you look at uh, male leadership they have very strong networks so if you're a man and you get promoted it's very likely that you drag in other men into that leadership yeah. roles or into other uh, key positions and I feel that women not yet, I think we are on a good way, but not yet have that sense of 
networking yeah. and helping each other out and also dragging other women up. So yeah. uh, in the past, when there was only one leadership role um, and there was already one woman, um, there was a fight for that only yeah. one position. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. And I think you're right. I think when, when men are promoted, they open up the doors for many other men to go with them almost. And it almost feels, I don't want to say the opposite, but I feel like women are promoted and, it, and it's amazing. But it, unfortunately, there's not that many women behind coming with them because of the lack of women in tech. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a catch-22 really. Yeah, and it's. I also um, faced the challenge to find actually women that want to take on more responsibility and also when I'm recruiting to find more women yeah. that are willing to step into a career yeah. in the tech world. And um, I hope that this will um, improve in the future. And also I feel like the, yeah, let's say the... Mm, hospitality among women or no maybe let's cut that out just to kind um, of just support you know the the kind of environment that women should be around yeah and to help each other out and um, reach it uh, each other the hands and don't compete yeah. too much and i think um helping other women to grow is yeah. beneficial for us yeah. in general. Yeah, totally. And what development opportunities have you had at Doc Morris and throughout your career? Yeah, so development opportunities I had um, starting in the app development as a product owner um, with a smaller team. We had like four developers and two UX people. Um, and from two years from ago, um i started to recruit more people i was able to recruit so i was given the chance of having the trust of my management and also taking trainings as a product owner being certified as a yeah. product owner and an advanced product owner um then as you see as the team grows and also the opportunities for the product um, I had the chance to build up a product experience team with wow. the more and more expertise in research and user experience and user design and also with other product owners. So I had a career plan or I still have a career yeah. plan with my manager. <laughs> It's not over yet. Um, I, and let's say I have like kind of these gates that I'm um, trying to reach. Yeah. Um, and uh, the first step was basically managing a small team yeah. and um, becoming a direct lead. And now uh, my next step, which I'm currently on, is being a lead of leads. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I think um, constant progress and being accompanied by more experienced people. Yeah. It was one opportunity I had at Doc Morris. And also feeling of being taken seriously and given opportunities. Yeah. And for me, it's very important to have the feeling of I can actually create something yeah. and have an impact on the organization, the way we work, the way we um, manage each other. And uh, my own principle is leading by example. So yeah. um, I think it's very important to admit that you're allowed to make mistakes. 
Yeah. And especially as a woman to be allowed to show also emotions. Yeah. And I was scared in the past to show emotions. But then I thought and reflected and reflection, I think, is also one of the key elements of a good leader is getting feedback by others and also reflecting on yourself um, is I want to be authentic and take yeah. it seriously. And I think it's totally fine, especially if you're working in software development. There are always mistakes within the software, but also within the human being, right? Yeah. So there's no perfect world. And um, yeah, I, I kind of took a little bit pressure off myself and was allowing me, or I, I'm still on that journey, allowing me to admit that I make mistakes. And I'm also very transparent with my leads. And if I don't have an answer, I'm, I also admit that I don't have an answer, but I try to help to find an answer, for example. Yeah. So transparency or honesty and um, yeah, trying to be as authentic as possible is, I think, one of my goals and not only goals, that's the way I, I am. Yeah, wow, that's incredible because I think the uh, what you mentioned about showing emotion, it's so hard, right? Because I think for many, for, for most of our careers, I'm sure we've been told to kind of be professional, be quite logical, be solutions driven. And that is not always human-like, right? Because humans do have emotions. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really empowering to be able to use your emotions for the better. Uh, and actually use it as a way to lead the team and be 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 yourself, be authentic and and be relatable. I think that's one thing I've learned being a leader um, is just being relatable to your team. If you're like the hard exterior that, you know, no one can speak with and like, you know, nothing upsets you and like you're just you know somewhat perfect all the time and like you're great. That's not normal. Um, so I think I could really relate to that and actually just using your emotions for the better. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you kind of felt like, oh, my God, my emotions are now taking over? And I can't hold them back and you just let it go? Um, do you know what? I think yes, but I, everyone in my team will probably say this and most people in my family. I don't want to say I'm cold, but I'm just very like emotionless, like quite numb. Uh, my mum calls me like the ice cream and I'm like, I've always been like that. So I think for me, I had to learn to use my emotions more and not hold them back rather. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah that's interesting I'm like the total opposite I'm very emotional oh. which, which gives me on the one hand the power of actually show um, when I'm like excited about stuff and I think I yeah. can motivate people very good but also when I'm frustrated people can read it off my face oh. <laughs> and I try to not put frustration out there but sometimes it's just yeah I'm I'm emotional yeah. and, and I'm also honest and I can't pretend that everything is perfect, but I still try to balance it in a, in a good manner. And I also think, especially as a woman, you're being told when you're very young, uh, you have to smile, be nice and hold yourself back and stuff yeah. like that and uh, don't show anger because it's not, <laughs> it, it's not so supposed to be um, your, yeah. That's kind of like more society wished or, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to say it correctly, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, I can, I can really relate to that because all of what you said, just smiling and everything's okay, that's me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess back, back to yourself. Um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge about being a woman in tech? Because I'm sure there are probably so many other challenges which you've been through and that many other women can really relate to. What's been the biggest challenge for you? Um, yeah, basically what I said before is um, being taken seriously 
and getting the chance to even take on more responsibility. Wow. So if your manager doesn't give you the chance and I was always pushing for it and asking for it. And um, if they tell you you're too young, you're too unexperienced, uh, something always didn't fit kind of. But um, yeah, as the years went by, I felt like, okay, I'm now more experienced, but I still get like sometimes the feeling, okay, you can do this as interim. And um, then, yeah. yeah, that's actually how I started off. I was interim product owner for the app. But it turned out I'm not interim. I am stay. I can stay. I'm capable of, and I'm motivated, and I also I'm knowledgeable. Um, yeah. So I think that's one of the the biggest challenges um, being taken seriously, and also um, being not perceived as. As I said earlier, it's hard to draw the line that you're kind of right as a woman. You're not too strong uh, or you're not too nice. Yeah, that kind of, um, um, I think, challenge. And especially for me personally, um, the challenge was that I'm often perceived as strong. Ah. And... Yeah, I I don't know what the problem is yeah, that's, that's, uh, of, <laughs> of being strong and having an opinion. You know, if a if a male person tells his opinion, it's often the feedback. Oh, that guy knows what he's looking for and what he wants, and he requests stuff, yeah. and he's smart. And if I do that, I got the feedback like, yeah, better not. Uh, maybe you should uh, take a step back and be more quiet but I learned to not be quiet and I always speak up for myself um, as my mom told me so I'm using my voice wow and wow. that helped me yeah using my voice and believing in myself yeah 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 and you know on that topic of not being taken seriously because I yeah it's crazy that I'm sure like like you said there are probably many other women who feel like that why do you think that's the case um what is it that especially in the world of tech i do agree i think like you said right men um they give an opinion they're knowledgeable they're so smart why do you think it's it's not that for, for women mm. it's hard because not i'm a social scientist yeah so <laughs> it's just what i kind of um yeah examinated or experienced is one point um i think that male leaders believe more in their own gender kind of a thing because they know their gender very well yeah i feel that's one point and a second point i experienced a lot also in um yeah my team or also in kind of my friend circle is the imposter syndrome yeah. so it looks like that women kind of have less belief in their own skills and if they apply for jobs they want to check mark like literally 100% of the job requirements yeah. whereas when I'm going into interviews with the male males they are like they might fit 20% of the criteria and they even ask for more money than the women that check like 80% oh of my it gosh. and I have that situation so many times in the past and I I've seen so many CVs and I've been in so many job interviews interviewing for people in my team but also on the other side me applying for jobs and um, yeah what I experienced so far is that women in general that are in my uh, kind of environment are less pushy are less proud of themselves are 
yeah, kind of going for less money. They are insecure about their own skills, but I see how they work, especially in my team. And I know what they are capable of. And there's no reason to hold back or be ashamed yeah. or having an imposter syndrome. So I don't know why in our society this looks like one of the, the problems. And also when I think back in my school days, I got um, told very early on um, that I'm not capable of achieving X, Y, and Z. I always had that in my life that people, and especially male, um, told me that I'm not capable of doing something. And then I just, um, yeah, it, it kind of, at some point it breaks me. And on the other hand, I learned to stand up for myself. And um, yeah, if you kind of take a step, step back and um, reflect is, do you really believe in other people more than in yourself? Yeah. And then just try Again, what I said, try it and go for it. And I hope that this is getting less and less and that we have more of a spirit of can do and support instead yeah. of holding people um, small. Yeah, totally, totally. And yeah, we'd love to kind of cover the, cover the topic of mentoring because I think we mentioned at the beginning and I couldn't agree more. I think it's such an important topic that I wish we spoke more about. Um, I guess for you, why is mentoring important? I mean, how's mentoring kind of benefited your career? Mm -hmm. I think mentoring for me personally opened up a space where I can talk about my fears yeah. in a room that is protected. And I think one of the yeah, prerequisites is that you trust in your mentor. So trust is, I think, the most important yeah. element of opening up because this is really about not showing off or representing a role. It's yeah. um, kind of tack tackling your own um, yeah, so-called weaknesses. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the word weaknesses. We all have them as we are human beings. Yeah. And I think um, trying to figure out what problems you want to work on and improve. And on the other hand, also having just a room to speak and getting also feedback of an experienced person. Yeah. And also, I think mentoring is very helpful also long term. It's not about the quick wins. It's more about setting goals, maybe take four or five and then working constantly on them. And it also is something that it's not like I can um, relax and sit back and expect the mentor to tell me what to do. It's, uh, I guess, yeah. it's it's both sided. So I actually have to learn and also to, yeah, be open enough to actually tackle the the so-called weaknesses that I have. I'm not perfect, and to admit it, and then to figure out ways how to or develop strategies. I think, yeah, yeah developing strategies how you can deal with certain problems. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I agree. I, I don't really like to use the word weaknesses as well, because I feel like it, I mean, when you say it, it feels like it's a bad thing. And, so, yeah. and, and you know, we could argue it is. But I also think having a weakness means there's something there that you can actually improve on. Um, and it's it, it should be used as, as a strength in a way, you know? Yeah, 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 I agree. It's it's hard to find the right term. Yeah. For it, but <laughs> let's say topics that you want to work on. Yeah. 
Totally, totally. And tell me a bit more about your mentoring experience, because, you know, for many women, it may be great, it may not be great, because it is, it's like finding a therapist, right? It's very hard to find a good one. Um, But how's your mentoring experience been? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's a very good comparison with the, <laughs> with the therapist. Um, it's hard to find one. So actually, in my career, it wasn't like I was searching one. Um, my manager offered it to me. And then I thought, yeah, it makes sense. And um, I want to try it out. So okay. there are pros and cons to it. If you have a mentor within the company that you're also working in, of course, he or she knows the challenges within the company very well. That's a pro. But at the same time, it can also be a con because you might might not open up. Mm. Or if you talk about people, he or she knows the people. And you might get into those, um, yeah, I don't know, let's say... um, Difficult conversations. Difficult conversations. Um, And I even if you are not able to have a mentor officially I think for women in tech it can be very beneficial to find somebody that you can open up to and talk about your challenges and also talk about maybe the career the person you admire or you're looking up to had and you can approach this person and ask and go even if it's informal just for like coffee dates or something I think that helps it helps on the one hand on your personal growth and also into having like kind of a reflection and see how other people careers went and yeah. how they got there. And on the other side, also to um, kind of get okay insights on um, if the person's um, trustful and open um, on salary, on what trainings did the person do, um, what are the important stakeholders within their own company. But if you're going for a mentor outside, maybe to find out uh, techniques, how to find out who are the people that I need to talk to in my company if I want to have a progress in my own career. Um, I think it's helpful in those kind of terms. And also if mentoring doesn't help and you have a bad experience, I think you can also learn a lot from bad experience. Yeah, not everything's going to be perfect, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, how would you recommend finding a mentor? Because I think, like I said, it's just like finding a therapist, if not, you know, probably a bit trickier, right? Um, Because, of course, it's all about your career, etc. How would you recommend finding one? Um, I would recommend talk to your manager and in the company, if you have like kind of a department um, that is helping young leaders, um, I think you could address it at least. So it's aware that you have the um, The struggles struggles and also the need. Um, I think often um, it is even not clear that there is a need for it. Yeah. And on the other hand, um, for example, my friends, um, one of my good friends, she just randomly searched on Google and found a mentor um, oh. and um, is paying for it for herself because she thinks um, and has the opinion that it helps her in growing and also tackling some of her um, yeah, issues. So I guess there are many ways of tackling the, the mentoring 
topic yeah wow wow and I guess one one last topic or one last question I always really want to for, for you to be able to kind of share what's really helped you um is there I mean I can see one now but of course <laughs> is there any book that you'd recommend or yeah for people that are really kind of stepping into the world of leadership and stepping into the world of tech um is there any book that you'd really recommend because I I love a book so I'm all for that but yeah um anything you'd recommend yeah I definitely recommend The Making of a Manager by Julie Su um that was one of the first books actually my mentor gave to me so I always try to give on the advices that I learned and that I um received to also my teams and also now in the podcast so it's one book I can really relate to and also I feel like the challenges she had I also have yeah and I can really relate so much and it's written by a woman and therefore yeah I felt in many situations that I'm struggling with the same um, issues yeah yeah totally like I said I've read it as well and I I can relate to it because I think there was so many topics which I was like, oh, wow, I actually really agree with that. So yeah, honestly, amazing. Definitely, I'll give it another read. (laughs) Yeah, very good. And one question I have to you, what was um, the key of your success within becoming a leader? Oh, that's a really good question. Wow. Um, I... I think, I, well, I've come from a startup, right? So I joined Impala pretty much from the very beginning. So I think what's really helped me is I've seen the business grow from various different stages of its of its journey. Uh, but I hate to say it. No, I don't hate to say it, but I think I, I have to say it. Uh, I worked literally like we are this close with my founders. So I, from the very beginning, I was able to see the good, the bad, the ugly of actually running a business. And I think for me, um, learning and actually sitting right beside someone who's going through it and actually almost going through it with them. um, I think that really kind of put me in in kind of dead shape to actually be able to share my experiences, share my journey, um, share what's gone wrong, share what's not gone wrong. And and just be actually, I guess, be a sounding board for for maybe other people's journeys. but yeah, I also think as well, probably I can really relate to what you said, just kind of going for it, like not shying away from the opportunity. Like when I was promoted, I, I could have said, hey, I'm not sure if I'm ready for it. But I didn't. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Um, and I think that's what I would maybe encourage other women um, to do. Just really go for it. Like if someone believes in you, believe in yourself. Yeah, I agree. And I can relate. Like uh, if you're working very close with your managers at the same eye yeah. level, which opportunity I have at Doc Morris. Um, it gives you the the feeling of being taken seriously and to see the challenges the company faces and to work through problems together like I always say like yeah yeah, the the problem isn't your problem it's our problem like it's it's a business problem let's all sit down and I think like I said I literally like in this room um, I was opposite the founders like literally for maybe the first six months that was where I was sitting we went into the lockdown afterwards but even then we've always been really close and they've always they've always made me feel like I'm part of the the kind of the, the kind of team from the very beginning like I'm basically one of the founders even though I'm not uh, and I think that for me that's why I've learned so much and that's probably why I've been able to step into leadership a lot earlier on than what I probably would have imagined yeah I can agree and also being part of a team and also solving problems as a team yeah our world is so complex that no one single manager can solve yeah. the problems anyway yeah right? especially as like a, I find that as a young woman there are there are things that I see that maybe my male founder wouldn't see um and there's fresh eyes that I have that maybe he doesn't have so I think 
being able to look at a problem from different perspectives and, and different viewpoints, like you as well, I came from a working class background, my parents are nowhere near rich. So just having differences of, of experiences and backgrounds, that's what really, I think, makes a really good team. Yeah. And to be able to communicate honestly problems and to address yeah. them and challenges that you have. I think um, being brave and just say what you think and say what problems you face is kind of key to success. Totally. Because I think otherwise you'd hide behind the problems that are really affecting you. Uh, and that's no good for anyone, right? Um, I think being able to be honest and transparent with your team is is, is the key to, to doing well yourself because otherwise something could really be eating you up and it's ruining your day. You're not performing your best. And yeah, it affects the team, right? So being able to be honest and say, hey, I'm not happy with this. This is what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, amazing, amazing. Well, no, I love the, the kind of throwing of the question. I was so thrown. I was like, <laughs> but no, honestly, uh, thank you so much for joining me, Charlene. And yeah, really, really excited for everyone to hear this. Yeah, thank you very much as well. And um, as I said before, I hope that more women believe in themselves and just try it out and go for it. <laughs>